The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not, not lose. lose. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. He's the lockdown DB of the show, man. He keeps me uh, covered back there. So, hey, we are Black in Sports, where we interview, giving the voice to the people, a voice to the culture, where we won't shut up and dribble, all right? We're interviewing the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom, covering it all, laughing at it all, while providing a platform to be heard, all right? Without further ado, starting... For the Vegas Hype Media Big Three, all right, 6'10", combo power forward center. You may have, uh, you know, seen him. He's representing Baltimore, Maryland. All right, he's a little H-Town representative, but we got him now here in Vegas. And, uh, you know, he took that hustle and that drive from sports where ball was life, and now he's motivated to get you to home. So he's hoops to home. And it goes, how's it go, Miles? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hit it. Gotta hit it. Gotta hit it. Pick up the phone calls. Pick up the phone calls. Pick up the phone calls. Hey, it's none other, man, than we got my man Sam Coleman Jr. Junior Junior? Junior Junior. Junior Junior. Junior Junior. Hey, we have a little form, man. Former hoop star, man. And uh, like I said, now hoops are home great, man. He's gonna share his story. So we're gonna kick it off like we always do about this time. Give us your shoot-your-shot moment, the time where you went for it all. Could have been in any kind of platform. Could have been when you were a youngster to today. Give us a shoot-your-shot moment. A shoot-my-shot moment. Yeah, when you went for it. I would have to say Mm-mm. Def- definitely in Houston. Okay. okay. H-Town. Jerome, too. Jerome. <laughs> Y'all shooting out there. Hey, I, hey. H Town did a lot, so go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I shot my shot. Uh-huh. I remember I was been I was in uh I was in the club. Okay. And the only reason I'm gonna use this opportunity is because I was in a state of mind where I just did not care. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, this is gonna happen. So yeah. I had a uh a, a buddy of mine. All right. Uh, my guy Mike J. Mike James. Mike J. Hall of Famer. Okay. He uh he he's said, not accomplice in this, by the way. No, 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 <laughs> okay. no, 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 not accomplice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he would always—he was like a big brother. So he was like, uh, "Yo, Sammy, he got this New York accent. Yo, Sammy, <laughs> see how many girls you can get, Sammy? Okay, I bet, I, I bet you, I bet you, none, none of these young rookies, none of y'all, none of y'all can go get no girl. Challenge. So I'm, I'm 22, <laughs> ready to make it do what it do. <laughs> I legitimately, no exaggeration, talked to 19 different girls. Mm. Personal 19, best. Personal best. This is, this, this is it. This okay. is it. Nineteen phone numbers that I got this night. All right. And now just straight like F- FGAs. Look, <laughs> hey, it was layups. Just layups. <laughs> uh, hey, baby, what's your name? Yeah. Uh, like phone number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'll call you later. <laughs> Yo, baby, what's your name? <laughs> There you go. Oh, I left hand layup, right? <laughs> Kissing the glass, right? Easy. Uh, I was, a, I was, man. I was, I was a young child for a while. There it is, man. H Town, right? I like it, man. It go down down there. It H-Town. goes down in H Town. It's good. H Town's getting a lot of love on the show, man. A lot of love. A lot of love, man. We need to film our, uh, film on location down there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take me. Uh, yeah. Don't no, this is more like a historic account. Start, yeah, okay, yeah. good. Of, of yeah, what yeah. went down, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's not okay. something I'm proud of. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was, that was a time where I definitely hey, long, was like, long, long, long time ago, dude. Long, 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 long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. All right, man. So, what is your love, or where did that love of sports come from for you, and when did you realize it? Um, honestly, man, the love didn't come until I was about 19. Okay, mm. I started pooping when I was when I was eight. My stepfather introduced me to the game, and I played AU and, you know, did the club basketball, but I was not a great player. I wasn't good. I didn't develop. I was what they call a late bloomer. Late bloomer, okay. So uh, I was the kid. I played JV three years in high school. 
and my coach came to me and said, Sam, if it wasn't an embarrassment, you mm-hmm. would play JV your fourth year. <laughs> I didn't mean it like <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I swear to you. My MH with no heart here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is this but this is what made me who I am. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, I feel it. at that moment I was just I was angry. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was angry, but I couldn't do nothing about it. So I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> it was just tough. It, boy, it was right? just tough. I had asthma, you know, I had I wore glasses, you know, I was just Jeez. I was six six. You got a photo? Come on, don't do that. Okay, okay, continue. Six six glasses. Six, six glasses. Glasses had asthma. Asthma. I couldn't Ooh. run from here to there. You feel right, me? Man. And I was 180 pounds, soaking Ooh. wet. Mm. And uh, I remember going into my senior year, my coach came to me playing. He was like, man, look, I'm not going to beg you. And I'm like, listen, I'm begging me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like looking at my body like, like, come on, man. Let me, let me, like, like, let, jump. Come on, Lex. <laughs> I was doing the, the little giant right? Warm. <laughs> like, look, 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 I'm like, come on, legs, you can do it. Right. So, you know, the season's coming to an end, uh-huh. and uh, and my uh, my coach, you know, he stopped playing me. He just stopped playing me. So I'm wow. six six. I'm the biggest dude on the team, and like everybody on my team is playing well. Uh-huh. And it would come down to the end of the game, thirty seconds left. Sam, go and get it. Oh, oh yeah. So garbage time. Garbage yeah. time. Ooh. So I get in fast break, missed the layup. And then everybody uh, started laughing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, usually yeah. what happens. Bro, I was that man. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, 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 I wasn't that dude that was missing the layup. I <laughs> was the dude laughing. Hey, he was trying to roll with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You. I'm like, no, but I didn't miss the layup, though. It may have been awkward. We used to call this dude, my little brother, he used to play this dude in North Carolina. Oh, shout uh-huh. out to your little brother, by the way. Yeah, and he, uh, he was 6'9". We just called him 6'9 for nothing because mm. he didn't rebound. <laughs> Didn't make no layups, didn't, didn't block a shot. That was you me. Just 6'9 for nothing. Bro. I couldn't jump over a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't do it, man. Uh, and I tough. didn't understand, but I had that, I had that, uh, that, uh, away with people. So I was popular in high school. Everybody knew me. I had, I always worked, I always had a job, I always made money, I always had a car. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at that time, it was throwback jerseys and Dickie says I had all of them, had all the throwbacks. Oh, yeah, okay. it was cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, 89 Chevy Caprice with the thump thump in the Ooh. back. Yeah, I'm 16. I'm doing it right? right. None of the windows rolled down, but I had to beat. Right. But you was doing it. <laughs> but though. I was doing. Couldn't make a layup. Couldn't do nothing. But they hear you when you come in. Yeah, they hear me. Right. And then everybody like, hey, I'm trying to go to Sunny's and get these cheese steaks. Right. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna ride with Big Sam. There it is. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't okay. make a layup. So yeah, Big Sam. Segue. <laughs> We're going to segue into the like going into college. So everybody going to getting going to you know getting their scholarships and everything. And where'd you go to college again? Uh, my, I went right out of high school, went to Lackawanna Junior College. Okay, I thought I saw that, but I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. It you, wasn't like they even, came and recruit me. But did you even play there? Where is that at? Where's, where's in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania? Ooh, okay. in, in Scranton. Yeah. Yeah. Scranton. You can't even say that without squinting. Yeah, no, yeah Scranton. <laughs> yeah, it, it was brutal. It's a football school though. Yeah. I, okay. So I went. Okay. There, so my. I mean, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. Y'all don't play no ball. But oh, okay. boy. There he goes. All right. Go ahead. My bad. I, I, uh, I went to um, uh, a little mini camp for, you know, it was a, a, a not a JUCO, like, um, like showcase. It was a showcase for colleges, but okay. yep. not any, you're not going to get the big times. There. Yeah. Right. So, but just getting a second yeah, look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't invited. I was actually turning to 18, and I wasn't even supposed to be there. Okay. okay. So I'll go to, I go play, and now i just had this come to jesus moment where we were just like all right bro you can hoop and like i just started flying like i couldn't really? do anything else okay i just had this moment where i just started jumping and at this point in my basketball life i could i used to run from half court to try to jump kind of try to dunk and i'm six <laughs> eight at this point i'm a grown boy i'm tripping 18, over credit cards right? <laughs> tripping over credit. i'm 18 19 now uh, and i'm at lackawanna and i just start flying yeah so uh at that at that uh, season, I played I played four games. Okay, did terrible in school. I, I at uh, at the Palm Beach. It was a Palm Beach in Florida. I were in the showcase, and I get my two front teeth knocked out in a in a uh, scrimmage game. Oh, so I go up, put back. All I could do is dunk. So I go up, shot miss. I go up two hands, monkey time. Mm, Watch give your me head. One. <laughs> <laughs> the dude that I go give dunk on, ducks. Oh, covers up. Elbow in the air. I dunk, land straight on his down. elbow. Ooh. Bam, two front teeth pushed back. Oh. Go back to Baltimore. Kurt Rambis. Had the surgery. They had to pull the two teeth out, you know, drill in, do the uh, – Set them. Yeah, set them, all that. Ah. So now I'm out of school. Grade suffering. I was already not going to class anyway. <laughs> 
I'm from Baltimore, man. I know, Drugolite. Baltimore. Yeah, I'm from Baltimore, man. <laughs> but I, uh, now I'm at home, and my mom's like, hey, bro, you uh, <laughs> yeah, you wasn't supposed to come back. You've, you've messed up in school. Right, I understand right. you ain't got no teeth now. but uh, You ain't you going to be on this couch. No, you ain't going to be on this couch. So I had to go get a job. I went and worked at warehouses. So I started working all my life. Oh, since 13, I've been okay. working. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, this ain't for me, man. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to hoop. So now I get, start getting that urge. So I start going playing open gyms, and I end up at Coppin State University. There you yeah. go. So um, uh, I get invited this coach at the time. He was coaching. Uh, he was a junior college coach at Harford County Community College, Melvin Smith. And he comes up to me and says, yeah, they got this open gym. I want you to meet this guy, Fang Mitchell, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So I go to the open gym. All I can do is dunk. Rim rock, mm-hmm. rim rock, rim rock. I get a knock on the window, tell him to come here. I go upstairs, Fang Mitchell's in the office, Larry Tucker, the assistant coach, and they're sitting there, Keith Johnson, all of the staff is there. They're like, right. son, what school you go to? And I'm like, I, I ain't in school. <laughs> right. We're going to give you a full scholarship. Wow. From my open gym. From okay. Open gym. Never just yamming on. Just all I did was dunk. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's how my college career started, and I just fell in love with the with the hustle. So that's good. Yeah. So, you know, here, Black Sports, we got to do our research. So I kind of went back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, we did. And I went and talked to some some B more people. Okay. All right. Uh huh. So I mean, you may know this family. They're kind of like the Peyton Mannings, okay, of basketball NBA. That's not me saying it. This is was written. Okay. Okay. You know the Connellys? Yeah, I know Joe Connell. Oh, okay. Okay. You saw the foundation right there. You see that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Loves you. Yeah. And he kind of said that whole kind of thing is you started off in high school <laughs> getting one point in rebounds. <laughs> Right, to where you please. became a double double cat in college, where you really worked hard and bust your ass, yep. and then and then and put it on. So yeah. so yeah, we went back and checked, and he just got mad love for you. And so you was definitely where you are now. It's a trip, uh, tribute or testament to your to your work hard. So shout out to the Conleys back there, man. Yeah, man, that's my guy, man. Joe Conley, he put me in front of the right people at that time. Uh, yeah, that's my guy. That's what's up, man. Yeah, that's good that's people, big man. Time. Okay, big time, I, man. I appreciate you, Joe. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Absolutely, man. So shout out to all of them, man. So. Um, Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Charm, Charm City. B, I mean, B-more got Mellow, Rudy Gay. Yes. Rest Unsell. Name Juan em. Dixon. Name Muggsy Do- Mug, Bogues. Will uh, Barton. Josh Selby. Sam. Yeah, everybody. Sam Cassell. Yeah, nice. Sam Cassell. So yeah. you just had, just hooping was just what it was, right? Yeah, you, you went and hooped at the Mellow Center. You had to come to play. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, no, it, no, you don't go to the Mellow Center going out there with no 1.1 rebound. <laughs> So when I finally got the chance to hoop, it okay. was it was like, man, I'm playing at the Mellow Center and I get to you know really go out here and you got to be a dog. So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't I didn't really have a chance to be like, oh, I'm out here dunking. Yeah, it yeah. was like, no, <laughs> yeah, you out here, you got, bro. I'm gonna pass you the ball. You are gonna dunk the basketball or you not playing? You won't touch that rock again. <laughs> <laughs> if I give you the out. ball, dunk the basketball. That's what I give you the ball for. Yeah. So I, I got it right away and it just like it just clicked and then uh, <clears throat> yeah, man. That's when I just fell in love with just dunking the bat, just flying, just working hard because that's what I could control. Nobody right. can box me out. I'm just never going to stop running. <laughs> there it is. I like it. <laughs> that's all I knew how to do. <laughs> just run. All right, I'm gonna go kind of on some culture stuff, man. So The Wire. Okay. That's just a classic show for me, man. I right. at least go back and watch some every year. I'm like, well, let me look, watch a little Wire on some downtime or something like that. Yeah. How real was that for you? Because, like, I hear some people that come to Baltimore and say, no, that wasn't a show. That was a documentary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those things, like, growing up there is what you're accustomed to. It's a way of life. So Got you. It, it's not like a – it wasn't really a thing for me growing up or any of my friends because it was a way of life. Mm-hmm. But growing, like, not on the outside looking in, going to a college campus in the middle of it. Yeah. Right. And them sitting in the class and they're like, all right, you guys all walk in groups now. And I'm like walking, walking groups. groups. Yeah. <laughs> you think somebody just like what, like what's good? Yeah. But then out there in the street, every three steps, I take a, I look behind me, mm-hmm. right? I've been robbed by some of my friends that I grew up with, mm-hmm. right? So it's just, but it's the way of like, that's just what you're used to. But mm-hmm. then hearing somebody tell you like, hey, watch where you're going. It's like, no, you know, why are you telling me to watch where I'm going? Why am I? Why are five of us going to the mall? Right. Yeah. But then also being from there, I'm looking like, why father y'all walking to the mall? Y'all just look like somebody is waiting to rob you. Like, you got all these bags. Like, uh, why, you, why would you do that? That's it's an five, easy hit. Like, yeah. Yeah. all together. I ain't got to go spread out, right? <laughs> so, Dada, like, I always want to be a Dada. 
I got two. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but growing up when it, it's like, man, it was a way of life. You know, you don't, you either sell drugs, you hoop, play football, or you drop a mixtape. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it. What high school did you go to? Mergenthaler Vocational Technical Senior High School. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, aka Mervo. Why, why that high school? That's just the one that you wanted to go to, or it was parents the closest. Or closest? Yeah, it was the closest. Okay, Mervo. Mervo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so give me your your playing style, right? Because everybody, you know, you we were kind of talking a little bit before we got on camera. What's your ball style? Are you, you yeah, beat them up? You like, yeah. Who you compare your game to? Man, if I and had, it probably evolved, but yeah, give us yeah, that. Like, if I could, like, really think about who I wanted to be like, it was a mix between Robert Ory and mm. Kevin Garnett. Interesting. That is an interesting mix. It's an interesting mix because but yeah, yeah, go ahead. I learned how to shoot. John Lucas taught me how to shoot. Okay. Um, Point guard. Great John Lucas. Yeah, the great John great, Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The great John Lucas. He taught me how to play. I tore my ACL my rookie season. I guess we'll get into that. But like yeah. he taught me how to play, how to shoot. And when I went to the G League, Nick Nurse, he used mm. to make me stay after practice every single day, hit a hundred threes from the corner from both corners and the So you were Siakam before Siakam. Yeah, before Siakam. <laughs> Before Siakam, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. I was, you know, I was wow. on that path to be that the new Robert Ory, Trevor Reza type player. Yeah. But I, after I tore my ACL, I couldn't jump no more. Oh, so, so, so you're back gone. to tripping over credit cards. I'm back to tripping over credit Damn. cards. Right. Vicious cycle. The vicious cycle. But like, <laughs> I still had that dog in me to like right, all right. I knew was attack the rim. And then, yeah. but like, it, like if I go, if the ball goes up, it's me versus the rim, mm-hmm. and your hand is either going to go in mm-hmm. or I'm going to miss it. I don't All care right. where I'm jumping from. I'm Like, I'm going after there, So right. I just had that dog. I, like, I never backed. That was a 205 pounds as a rookie. All right. Right? And I didn't, I'm going against uh, uh, Othello Harrington and DeAndre Jordan. These dudes, 270, yeah. 205. But, right. like, I'm never going back down. So right. I'm just going to stop running. And Robert Ory was like, I mean, everybody kind of plays like that stretch forward now. now. Yeah. But back then when he was really coming into the game, he was like, the first of like that stress Correct. board. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's that's an interesting blend. Yeah. And then KG can kind of guard, I don't know, one through five almost. Yeah, yep. on the defensive end. Yeah. I couldn't really guard, shoot. I, could, I couldn't really guard him. <laughs> <laughs> but in my heart, <laughs> in my heart, I was Draymond. You feel me? Like I can't guard anybody. Like I don't like DJ dunk DJ dunked on me day I was gonna day. ask you that. Yeah. yeah who did you get who did you get like, uh, I got you one in. Who got you? That's a good one. DeAndre Jordan, Rudy, Rudy Gay, and Andre Blatch were probably the three toughest. Does people. Andre Blatch, Blatch jump? <laughs> bro, he got these shoulders. Okay, yeah. Listen, uh, just bro, when he when he came when he got amnesty from the Wizards, yeah, and he was in Houston and he basically had to come down. He's like two ninety, yeah, and he was with John Lucas and they said, "Look, you get the two fifty two sixty, you gonna get your job." Before he went back to the uh, to the Nets, before okay, he went to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I was his test dummy when he was 260, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Getting bullied up in that mark. <laughs> Andre oh, Black had game, though, he man. He had G. 69 yeah. and he had the bag. Yeah. And then he got Dang. the 260. Yeah. I'm like, bro. Was... <laughs> like a Mack truck coming to that mark. Skirt, skirt. Right? Excuse me, young fella. Boom. Boom. Dunk. <laughs> Who'd then, you get then? I got DJ a couple times. Ooh. I got DJ a couple right. times off of off of putbacks. Um, uh, man, did he, is it one of those things where he like took the ball out real quick? He didn't acknowledge that he just got punched on. He's just like you know, let me take the ball out and just inbound it and run down the court like he but that laughed. Just didn't happen. He laughed. He laughed. Oh, did he, laugh? he laughed. Okay. It was his. Uh, it was his sophomore. It was his second year because I came out 2010. He was already in the league one year, and then yeah, that was his. It was his uh, sophomore season. So he kind of laughed, and because I at that point I didn't know who really any of these guys were. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I got I got me a couple on DJ. I got me uh, I got me a couple on uh, on a couple of different people. I did get uh, I got Tobias Harris. Okay, I got Tobias. Yeah, uh, I really really wanted Tristan Thompson, but I just it, it was this was post ACL, so I, like, ah. he just had the retarded bounce. I just I couldn't catch Tristan. Tristan. Yeah, he was still shooting with his left hand back then. Probably. Yeah, he was still shooting with his left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could, I could, I could catch him. Yeah, he got a so so. Take me back, kind of uh, Coppin State HBCU. Yep. Morgan State. I mean, I've heard of cross town rivalries, but this is like cross city rivalries. Yeah, this is this is this is ten minutes away. Bring me that rivalry, man. Man, every year, you know, Morgan State, Morgan State, uh, and Coppin State, we have our you know homecoming, but you know. Coppin, 
if you ever watched any of the big games uh, between like Coppin Duke or Coppin Kansas, it was ever uh, Coppin's not a state. You know, we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> we, That's we, funny. We, that is we, funny. We used to get <laughs> that. State, but hey, it's not a state. That's actually funny. <laughs> so the people, they, funny. they never looked at us as a real college because we didn't have a football team. Okay. So we had our our homecoming was a little bit different than everybody's. So, right. But Morgan always had all the girls, so theirs was always popping. So we would, yeah. whenever we would play our uh, our rival games, it would be crazy. But we would look forward to it going to Morgan. Right, because y'all going up there. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. going across town, and then everybody from uh, from Howard and Hampton, they all come, come down, through. Come mm-hmm. through, you know, from Bowie from DC. Yeah. Everybody come down. We, you know, they were big games. Um. We uh we lost to Morgan, man. We lost yeah. Morgan. Yeah, we bought we lost to Morgan a lot. In my in the in my How's I help your game after the words, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're trying to holler yeah, at the girls. You, you, can't, <laughs> you, can't, can't, be you can't lose and be like, uh, hey, I wanna holler at you. <laughs> but we never we we didn't get smacked. It would okay. just be like it would be such a grind game. Yeah. And uh my my season my, when I first got the copy, we had a point guard Taiwan McKee. Straight okay. straight dog. Dog from Philly. Okay. Ty had the bag, uh-huh. and Ty, Ty really he opened my game up to. Ty would throw me half court lobs, but mm-hmm. he would get he yeah, would you just I just run, just run, 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 run it, it, run it, run it, dunk it. Oh, that, yeah, you knew yeah. it was coming, right? Yeah, I just knew it was oh, coming. Yeah. And when we, but when we had Ty, we played Morgan. It was like like it was just a it was a different dynamic of the game because they had to guard Ty because he was so shifty, not super athletic, but he just had the bag to the point where he gonna get thirty. You can't stop it. Mm. But then you're like, you got this dude. Who Who is this dude, and why won't he stop running? Ready. Yeah. Like, I remember this dude from, uh, uh, you know, the big fella from, uh, he plays for, who does he play for now? Uh, he went to Norfolk, went to HBCU, plays in the league, played for the Knicks a little bit, uh, with the big beard. Uh, oh, uh, oh, O'Quinn? O'Quinn, Kyle O'Quinn. I remember Kyle came to me. He played like nine years in the D1, too. I hope you hear this, Kyle. Uh, he played like nine years D one. I seen him twice, and then I graduated. And he was still there, but he got the coldest beard in the game, though. Yeah, right his now. beard getting crazy. Got the coldest beard in the game. Uh, okay, yeah, because yeah, he about forty, right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, Big Kyle, why you work so hard? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking? <laughs> because like Kyle had game, but he was like he was big then. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, he was like had grown man strength. He got you, you know. Two dribbles to the middle, drop step, real text, but he gonna go get you twenty and ten. Yeah, but he gotta guard me. I'm gonna only gonna get you eight, but it's well, gonna I'm be gonna, a I'm, hard. I'm, I'm, I'm running, <laughs> and I'm running. He gonna be winded <laughs> on the other end. <laughs> oh, I was shit. Guy, he said, "Why you work so hard?" And I was like, "It's all I got. This is all, <laughs> this is, this is all I got." That's crazy. Yeah, but that was our, that was our game. That was my game. If you got a guard tie, right? You gotta you gotta stop me from running. That was mm-hmm. Morgan versus Coppin. And then when Ty left, it was just. V, 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 Vince, I know you might hear this one day because I expect this to get out to the world. Vince, you was my guy, but you just did not, he just would not throw the lob. <laughs> the lob stopped coming. Yeah, the lob, lob city coming. ended. He would, bro, just throw it. Fang's going to take me out. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, if you hear this, I'm sorry. Fuck Fang. <laughs> throw the lob, throw the son. <laughs> throw the lob. You fucking with my numbers, son. <laughs> like I didn't have nothing else. Just, like, that's my shit. That's all I got. All I know how to do is dunk. That's all I know. Now you took it. It's like you're killing me, Smalls. It's like throw the lob. Just throw the lob. He bounce passes. Just shit bounce passes on a fast break. He just throwing me bounce passes. And we going to play in places. We going to Virginia Tech. Everybody six eight. Right. He throwing them bounce passes. Give me that. Uh, and they, you know, the big schools, they come, you go play, you play yeah, the yeah. HBCU, they like, oh, yeah, they got the scout report. Oh, they got the break, break, they're like, oh, this is his only move. Yeah, you the, uh, oh, you first team all conference player, huh? You the best dude in your conference. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and the clock says 20 minutes. I'm, oh, shit. I'm like, bro, this going to be a this long day. Hell yeah, man. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's good shit. Yeah. So, from the college days, man, take us into the pros, right? So, um, if you want, you can share about how the um, the scouting experience was and getting an agent and, or whatever you want to, but just kind of take us into uh, into the league, man. All right, well, man, this is this is like the the heart of my uh, of my my life, like a staple in my life. So, okay. for everybody, anybody that's listening that ever felt like it's impossible, this is the most important portion of this segment. Speak on, okay. let's go. So like 2009, it. remember I'm in college, I'm not 
really a, a big time player, but I'm, I, I just work hard. Mm-hmm. So after college, it's <clears throat> nobody, just like nobody, you couldn't give me away from high school. In right. college, I didn't really have a destiny in professional basketball. Okay. So uh, this uh, this woman's basketball coach, Daphne, she comes up to me and she goes, uh, you know, my husband can really help you. I really think, you, I seen you play at one time last summer at, uh, at the Mellow Center, and I really think you got a shot. And I'm like, all right, cool. I, you know, I appreciate that. Right. Summer comes, end of the basketball season, and uh, I meet her husband, Russ. He meets me at this outdoor park at the Dome, and uh, and he says, I'm going to help you get I'm help you get a shot. I'm gonna go, you're going to make 80000 100000 your first year. I'm going to get you in Spain. I'm going to do all this stuff, right? Okay. So I'm like, me, I'm from Baltimore, 80000 Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what? I'm yeah. 21. I'm right. like, let's, give me, let's get this bread. So I start working out, and he was like, man, I'm going to introduce you to my guy, Weasel. Now, just to give you, his yeah. name's Weasel. Weasel. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, when you're talking about money, yeah. and this dude just hyped you up with some dreams, yeah. and then he hits you with like, yo, my ace? Yo, that's Weasel right there. Intro- so let me give you, paint you this picture of Weasel. <laughs> Let's get it. I'm closing my eyes. Weasel, I love you. You're my, you're my dog. Uh. Weasel about 5'7", purple black, <laughs> no front teeth, and a bald head. That's Flint from uh, Bubba Rim. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they could never change what we was. <laughs> but when I tell you my guy Weasel, heart of gold. Uh-huh. He will uh-huh. run through a wall for you. Who you need to talk to? I'm going to go find him. Weasel, you ain't got no teeth. How you just going <laughs> to walk into this man's office? I, don't worry don't, don't worry about that Jack. Don't worry about jack. that Jack. Oh, here it is. <laughs> boy, you little sucker. Hey, boy, say, my God, you boy. I'm like, all right, man. All right, and I'm just 21. <laughs> So, so Weasel, he's like, look, they got the Portsmouth. The Portsmouth is where the guys that didn't make it to the combine. This is the secondary uh, combine for for the for the guys that's good enough. They just they didn't get the shot at the combine. So we're gonna go up there. So Weasel ain't got no whip. Russ, like, look, I'm gonna go with you. He's been training. We've been training for a couple of months. I'm right. Working out the Mellow Center. So now I'm like two ten, okay. solid muscle. Right. Right, I'm lean, mm-hmm. and uh, we take a we take a ride in my Lincoln Lincoln, my 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 '96 Lincoln Continental. Okay, mm-hmm. we ride up to Portsmouth, Virginia, and I'm always about being early. So I get there early. The janitor's mopping the floor, getting it nice and clean. He opens the door for me, lets me in. All right, I'm six ten. Excuse me, I'm six ten. Got some little Coppin State basketball shorts on, and a blue and a blue sweater to match, and my book my book bag. So he let me in. He, he's like, oh, you must be here for the combine. Combine, right. <laughs> we uninvited. We going on the hope and prayer of Weasel talking to the person that he needs to talk to. Wow. With no teeth. With no teeth. Come All to right. find out, the person that he needs to talk to is Stu Jackson, who was second in command at the time. God, jeez. He going to talk to Stu Jackson with no teeth? With no teeth. Okay. I'm, so yeah, in I'm the 70s. Up. Yes. So in the 70s, early 80s, Weasel actually hired Stu Jackson on an assistant coaching job mm-hmm. when he had some teeth. I don't even, <laughs> now that I think about it, I this don't even pre-teeth? know. This is pre-teeth. I don't even know when Stu, when he really lost his teeth or how he actually lost them. Yeah, I just know him for not having them. But, <laughs> but, but, but he lost his teeth. So I'm like, Stu Jackson, he going to talk to Stu Jackson. So yeah. Russ, 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 like, man, yeah, man, he, he knows Stu. He knows Stu. He, if he talks to Stu, you good. So I'm in there, so I'm in there shooting around, and Mitch Kupchak walks in. All the scouts and stuff starts to come in. I start to see all the badges around their neck. You know, the referees coming and uh, agents coming. And then I see all the players start to come with the agents and stuff. And I'm on the court just shooting around. Weasel, uh, he just got me going through some drills. He just passed me the ball. And I'm just knocking jump shots down. All mid-range. No threes. Just mm-hmm. all mid-range. 15-footer. Splash, splash, splash. And a uh, uh, coach comes over to me. He says, uh, what time are you playing? I'm like, I'm not playing. So he's like, all right. Didn't think nothing of it. Right. Right. He's like, this kid dumb or what? Right. Like, why would you? Why wouldn't you be playing? Right. Six ten for nothing. Yeah. Six nine for nothing. Six nine for nothing. Six so, nine for nothing. Yeah. So they start playing, and all the coaches that saw me in the beginning saw me shooting, and the whole day goes by and I didn't play. Mm. So at the end of the day, this uh, kid from Nebraska is getting worked out by this overseas coach, and he tells me to hop in the workout. I look over. Oh man, we's talking to Stu Jackson. Yeah. Pointing at me. The head scout, uh, BJ, from the Rockets, is sitting next to Stu Jackson. Okay. And he's pointing at me. Yeah. And I hop in the workout, and now I got my secret weapon. They got me with a small forward, a 2-3, but they like, 
one dribble from half court between the legs, dunk the basketball. I've been running and dunking. That's me. Listen, I ain't never put the ball between my legs, but I'm going to do it today. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's the only modification, right? That's the only modification. They didn't say how fast I had to go. They just said, put the ball between your legs, one dribble from half court, dunk the basketball. Mm -hmm. Me, long stride, one dribble between the legs at the free throw line, one step, boom. Giannis. Everybody turns around because the rim is still shaking. Yeah. Now I got people's attention. Uh oh. And we go through this series of workouts, and now I have everybody's attention. Now the intermission is over. Everybody's going to lunch. Now it's just me, the kid from Nebraska, and the scout. But I have a, a huddle around half court, yeah. about 10 scouts and agents. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard uh, uh, who was soon to be the assistant uh, assistant coach for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I can't remember his name at the time, but this was 2011, 2009, 2010. And this assistant coach of Minnesota Timberwolves called BJ, say, BJ, come on, let's go grab some lunch. And BJ says, man, you go ahead. I'm watching Sam Coleman. And that was the start. Man. After after this workout, BJ comes over to me. I meet Stu Jackson. And we say, son, where, where you play at? He go through my whole bio, give him my 15, second, 15 minutes, seconds of fame. And then he goes, you know what? You can get to Houston. I said, uh, uh, I don't, I've never been to Houston before, coach. And I didn't even know he wasn't even a coach. Right. <laughs> right. Weasel said, we're going to get him to Houston. He said, go go work out with John Lucas. If John Lucas said you can play, you can play. I went there. It was supposed to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. With a backpack, my sneaks, my copping shorts. I worked out Friday. And uh, when, I, when John Lucas walks in the gym, DJ, Othello, Carlos Booth, all these guys walk in. And I hear uh, uh, Luke on the phone. Now, he's too skinny to play with my guys. He's he too small. I don't know who, who you sent me here for, but uh, he, 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 he too small. Mm-hmm. So I've been calling BJ all morning. BJ yeah. not answering the phone. So the workout was at 9 a.m. at St. Thomas University. I'm staying at the Hotel Derrick. Mm-hmm. I don't have no money, no car. Wow. All I know is I got to be at the, at the St. Thomas at, at, at 9. At nine. Mm-hmm. I got up. I had no money at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I walked. Damn. I walked. So I got there an hour early. I'm already sweating. I'm doing my <laughs> low, my mid-range jump shot. You got yeah. your warm-up. I got my warm-up. <laughs> and all I hear is, he too small. He too small. He too small. Mm-hmm. And then and I go to inside of me. I'm like, man, I got to go get it. I'm, I'm the sure. first in line. I'm the first in line in every drill until the first drill was uh, baseline drive, baseline drift. Uh, he said, uh, uh, you want to go? You want to go? You want? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We're playing Morgan State. So I walked my heavy ass right back to the back of the line and watched. And, and then, like, yeah, and they's doing it. And then you got kids like Justice Winslow, who's 13. Yeah. Bop, 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 bop. Baseline drive, pass the ball, flare out. Left hand jumper, then come back, get the rebound, huh, dunk. Yeah. Then go back to the line, effortless. And I'm like, like you said, this dude dribbled <laughs> down. I'm like out here doing the algebra because I've never seen none of this stuff before. All I knew was pick and roll. Yeah. All right. That's all. <laughs> if you get it, dunk the ball. Like, that, city. That's it. That's all I know. <laughs> so I'm going through this series of all this learning. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, the humility comes over to me like, bro, like, you got to figure this out. You got yeah. one shot. Right. And. I get my shot. I'm we're, we're one on ones, and if anybody know Luke, he gonna count mm-hmm. when that ball gets into play. Five, yep. four, mm-hmm. three. You we playing off a five second shot clock. Wow. Ain't no out there dribbling between nah. your legs. None right. of that. You gonna go get go. a bucket go. and go. So yep. they pass me the ball. I'm like, and then and that I, clock go. And that clock go. Oh. he come. Luke comes, snatch the ball out my out my hand, embarrass me in front of everybody. It was the day that changed my life. Yeah, it was the day that changed my life. This is when I realized that, bro, you got one shot. Yo. That was in the baseline drive, baseline drift. Mm-hmm. Like, you here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Then I come down to the court. Now, now you, the ball is in, in your hands. hands, bro. The ball is in your hands. And he took it from me. Damn. And Damn. embarrassed me in front of everybody. So tell me, what's the bounce back, man? You got to come back for this, man. He throws the ball back out. Okay. Come on, what the hell, chopping state? What the hell? You, 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 what they had to do? even the state. Yeah. <laughs> then, he, then he just started embarrassing me. He's like, come on. And then he started calling me sweet meat. So now oh, I'm pissed. Oh, pause. <laughs> Bro, I'm really disrespectful. That's so, so disrespectful. Yeah. So disrespectful, right? But what he started doing, he started getting me to this point where I just like, 
This ain't about no jump shots and you catching the lobs, bro. This is about, listen, you fighting for your life. Right. right. You got people out here that are giving you an opportunity and you out here, no, you want to get it. Either you want to get it, you want to take advantage of the opportunity or you're not. You're going to see if you're going to break. Yeah. I get My turn comes back up. I pass the ball to the corner. He gives it to me. I take the shot. I make the three. He didn't say nothing. Didn't even wasn't even paying attention. None. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna show him. Right. Never acknowledged. I made all the shots. I made nothing. And it kind of like it, it hurt. Cause I'm like, I'm the kid that nobody knows about, and nobody in the no none, no yeah. players and nothing. They're right. Laughing and talking, and then the work, the first workout is over, and I've been going hard. I'm like, dang, bro, like, like I ain't nobody. <laughs> I'm from chopping states. Like, and then everybody come to the side, and they got their Louis bags, and everybody yeah. talking, and then, like, dudes just talking about contracts and all this money. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And I'm just a dude there. And then my, then my, then Mike J comes over to me, comes over to talk to me, and gives me, daps me up. He puts 300 crisp $100 bills in a palm of his hand and gives wow. me a five. And he locks it in. He goes, look, young fella, like, it's all I had my armrest. And I'm like, now that I think about it, I'm like, bro, you just got three hundred dollars already. Just chilling. <laughs> just chilling. That was Next a to the Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a humble like, flex too, right? Yeah, he was like, Next that's all I had. But he was like, right. he was like, anything you need, you know, let me know. I got you. And I'm like, Jay. And then he introduced me to Shannon Shorter. Shannon Shorter went to North Texas, still in high school. I mean, I still in college at the time. And he just kind of took me under his wing. That's big I was time. like his little homie. Mm-hmm. Then... Soon I realized that wasn't that was just the the warm up but a workout. Now we everybody go eat lunch. <laughs> you're gonna go lift weights, then you're gonna go to the track, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna then we're gonna play. Oh boy, this was the first day that I got there, and this is what I realized. Welcome to the pros. This, this is real. This is real. Yeah. Damn. When I got to the afternoon, this is when I caught DJ. Shot goes up, Lil J. He goes <laughs> to the baseline, hit his little fadeaway. Uh-huh. This DJ yeah. goes up. But he's like, DJ's almost turning with the rebound as if he's already got it. Okay. I see the ball miss. Yeah. So I'm coming. As DJ's going for the rebound, I'm going to the rim. <laughs> DJ don't get to grab it. So I just, wow, <laughs> just rock him. Everybody goes crazy. And at this point, I got no respect. Don't nobody care who I am, where right. I'm from. No. But, but <laughs> oh, DJ. Oh, everybody. <laughs> everybody making fun of DJ because the, the dude that don't nobody know. They just dunked on you. Just dunked on you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> So that was the start of like that's now. Time, man. Na- that's now, good shit. That was the start of like, all right, all right, you can you can jump, but can you play? And that's when John realized like, oh, this dude works hard, but yeah. he don't know how to play. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. We went to the track that next day, and we ran three laps. The first lap, you got a minute thirty, run around. Mm-hmm. Second lap, you got a minute twenty-five. Third lap, you got a minute twenty. I came around less every single time and i was the first one to come around the track i never put my hands on my knees and i stood there i ran right back to the line every single time there it is dj had mono at the time was throwing up mm-hmm. funny thing, dj my guy <laughs> but he was throwing up at this time and mm-hmm. in my mind like i don't know i didn't know who he was and what caliber of player he was yeah, at right the time. so in my mind i'm like this dude throwing up i'm not even gonna show <laughs> that i'm tired yeah right and john comes over to me and he, he says son we're gonna find you a job that next week, I was at the Toyota Center with Yao Ming. Wow. Dang. Man, salute, man. Salute, man. That's yeah. a hand clap. Ah, yeah, that man. is. That, there it is. That's, that's a grind, man. That's a grind, right? Yeah. Where that mental toughness come from? I always ask. I'm from Baltimore. You ever watch The Wire? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have told you. Bro, so you play sports. Yeah. You sell drugs. Yeah. You drop a mixtape. Yeah. I can't rap. Yeah. Listen, the dope life ain't for me. Yeah. I tried it. Yeah. Self, it ain't for me. Sell yeah. crack rocker. You got a wicked jump shot, right? Yeah. Biggie told us all that. Listen, it ain't for me. <laughs> yep, uh-huh. Look, my mama loved me. I was raised in church, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I believe that. But, you know, all I got is the hustle, right? All I know is that's all time, I know. Man. That's dope, man. That's so, time. so then kind of give us a rundown because we want to kind of get into what you're doing now. But give us a quick rundown of like where you played and, and your your most favorite stop. If you can choose one. Well, rookie season, um, I ended up with the Houston Rockets. I tore my ACL here in summer. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to play here in summer league. So summer league, I came from Houston, worked out, and mm-hmm. all these opportunities and, you know, scouts. And I fired my agent at the time, Frank Johnson. And when with the week that I tore my ACL before NBA summer league started, 
I was actually supposed to be in a three-team mini camp workout with the Wizards, the Pelicans, and the Knicks mm. when Damn. I fired him as my agent. Mm. John Thompson Sr. set that up for me. Okay. I met wow. Him. Okay. And the Conleys. Right. And I fired my agent and ended up tearing my ACL. Listening to Shit. everybody else, like, oh no, they can't do this. You know, you should have been signed by now. You should be on the draft board. You yeah. got all these looks. You only had one look with the Rockets. People you know, putting that venom in you. Putting the venom in me. And I didn't realize that being an under the radar guy, like, one, yes, I can play. I'm like this kid that didn't have it, but like, now I got it. They don't need me in the league. There's a right. bunch of dudes that are coming up that can jump. Right. So I take my ACL. Now I'm back home in Baltimore, get my surgery. Then I go right to the G League because the NBA lockout happened. At this time, it was the D League. Mm -hmm. So it was the D League. I'm playing mm -hmm. the D League. And only thing I'm thinking in my mind is I got to get back. Right. I come back too soon. I'm mm -hmm. averaging three rebounds a game, but I'm shooting the lines off the ball. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is why I beat Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse comes into my life and just he would tell me stories in the middle of a game. <laughs> Pull me over in the timeout and just talk to me because Nick Nurse was a shooter. And he would tell me about, you know, stories when he was in high school and he was, just, you know, when he was playing and things that his coaches told him to get him through out of shooting ruts. Mm -hmm. And I would go three for four, three for five. And there's one particular game, the last game that I played in the D league, I went 0 for 6. Man, wow. yeah. but really quick, though, uh, Nick Nurse is going to be um, coach of the year this year. I mean, he's doing big things. That's, yeah. He is, man. He's he doing, was, like, without Kawhi and that team and with Siakam. He's uh, He knows his stuff. Yeah, he knows Siakam. his stuff. Yeah. He knows yeah. his stuff. <laughs> Siaka before Siaka. That boy good. Yeah, that boy good. He can shoot. <laughs> no, I saw the little uh, YouTube videos and clips of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They had to, you can could, you could shoot the rock, man. Yeah. Inside, yeah. outside. Did, did I miss any shots? No. Nah. All right. Okay. Uh, and you was down there playing a little defense. Yeah. <laughs> I blocked all the shots, didn't I? I don't know about all of them, man. Maybe just, oh, bring oh, it back yeah. up. Yeah, bring it. No, oh, it's don't. a highlight reel. Of course, I'm going to make a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so man, the G League, and then from the G League, I ended up getting cut. And and Nick Nurse, they, they came to me. It wasn't really not necessarily that I that they didn't think I could play. Right. It was at that time, what have you done for me lately? Mm -hmm. We need a guy that's going to rebound. We have our shooters. So Terrell Harris was our point guard at the time. He ended up getting called up to the Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. When he came down and got into the gut of the defense, he wanted somebody to shoot, make the rebound, uh, make the three. Okay. So all I did was stand on the wing and hit threes. But on defense, I, I couldn't jump. I wasn't getting no rebound. So I play in the G League, get cut, and then I go to Mexico. And this is where you become a man. Yeah. This is where you become a man. Mexico. Yeah. Ain't no ain't no foul. <laughs> ain't no foul. You play in the Ciba Copa uh -huh. or the LMVP, even if you bleeding. Listen, you in Mexico. <laughs> you become this is men's basketball. It's <laughs> men's men's basketball. This is men's basketball. <laughs> no foul. No. Anytime you think you're gonna come here to Mexico and embarrass me in front of my vatos? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no, homie. So that was real ball. Yeah, so then ball. where was your – Well, 20 and 8, though. Yeah. 28 in Mexico. Yeah, I yeah, played yeah. well. I played well in Mexico. I All right. Cheers yeah. Mexico. Was that your favorite spot, your favorite stop? No, no. Where was – hold on, were you in the DR? Did you – I played the DR. How did you leave there? Yeah. Listen. Let me see. First – Oh. <laughs> How did you – man, there's a website called Black Men of DR that don't leave. <laughs> Listen, first of all, they tell you don't put no earrings on, no beats by Tay, don't know nothing, don't carry no money, no pesos, no nothing. Like that? It's like that. My teammates, I don't even know if I should be saying this, but we get to the we we get to the we land in DR okay. and we just drive into the hotel. My driver, you know, they got people selling the iPhone charger, they come up to you at the light. He reached down and the dude, he got the window down, the dude comes up to me with the charger, he started poking at him with a with this big knife. Oh. And I'm like, oh, over a charger? Like, Damn, he must, they will rob, must have been they low. Will, no, they will rob you at the light. <laughs> That's crazy. They will rob you at the light. So he pokes God. at me, yelling at him, cussing at him. So we pills off. And I'm like, me and my, me and the other American, we sitting there, we like, <laughs> we just landed. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we just got here. <laughs> just got here. <laughs> so we get to the hotel. And we chilling and everything. We tripping about that. We're like, oh, that's crazy. And Damn. Like, so in DR, they like, oh, yeah, we got practice. I'm like, bro, we just landed. Like, come, you're going to meet the coach. You're going to meet the owner. You're going to practice. So we sitting down, lacing up. We tired. They don't care. My man pulls out the burner. He sits it down. They laughing and talking. I'm like, so you just going to pull out a gun out of your gym bag <laughs> next to your shoes, and you're just going to sit it next to me. And just set it down. Yeah, just sit it there. 
is this a threat or is this or is this a way of life? Right. Is this I, safety or is this I, like I don't, what, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I'm from B more. Right. Yeah, I'm, from, I'm like I'm not used to this. Like what the So I'm but I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with it. I'm like, all right, okay. So we get lacing up and they putting that stuff in the bag. Everybody got the heat. Everybody got a knife. Wow. Damn. It's a way of life because you don't you, you know they hop on the mopeds and you know somebody I done seen people get snatched off the mopeds off the moped God, get God. robbed yeah so oh shit we practicing after the after the huddle they like uh you know in, in English talking to everybody be careful when you go out there all this other stuff and I'm like I'm joking me another American I'm like ah I know karate they was like no they killed Bruce Lee <laughs> <laughs> with a straight face I'm like oh shit okay all right. Okay. There you have it. There you have it. So that's Damn. why I was like, yeah, DR, I'm good off that. You know, <laughs> I'm good off that. All right, man. You got anything else? We're going to jump into what the. Let's go. All right, man. So, um, so bring us now, man. So, you know, now you, you dunking deals, man. So, now I'm dunking. Oh, I like that. You like that? I'm dunking deals. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> real estate agent, man. Yep. How did you get into a luxury real estate agent? I'm sorry. You know, how'd you get into that? And then I love the coin, you know. Was it right off that you wanted to do like the hoops to home as your trademark kind of brand, or did you kind of slowly get into that? It was really I. Uh, my wife's grandmother at the time was uh, it was a real estate agent, and <clears throat> I, when I decided to stop playing basketball, I had no money. I okay. All my basketball money. Really. I blew it all. Okay. I was partying, having a good time, so I had no money. And then uh, when I when I got cut um, in 2015, I said I'm gonna get my real estate license. I went and helped her one summer, uh, after, after me and my wife had been dating for a while and I helped her and she was uh, listening to home. She was doing an open house and she told me, she said, yeah, I'm gonna get 3% of this million dollar house, $30,000. And all you do is set up Someone a table and, right. give some, and give these people some cookies and a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in, I need parts. Right. Right. <laughs> so, you like, man, what kind of hustle is this? Like how they getting away with this? I know. <laughs> So I'm like, man, this is this is all you do. I need to get in. So I got my, uh, I went to take a real estate exam. And, and this is here in Vegas. This is here in Vegas. Okay. And I failed it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I failed it. It was cool though. You know, it was a hundred bucks. I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know, and uh, then I failed it again. So the, the second time I failed it. Hold on, both parts? Cause it's... yeah, I failed both parts. <laughs> 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 I went to public school. But you went to chopping. I went to chopping. So, so, so the third time I go to take it, third wife, time's a charm, right? Third, here. Time, third time's Let's a charm. It. So my wife is just putting the pressure on me, like, I want you. You still want to party and you still want to live the basketball life? Get in the game, Sam. You're gonna get it this time. Uh oh, little, so like, little coach. coach. Yeah, little coach. And I failed it. So the third time. <laughs> So I failed it the third time. So now she like, look, look, bro, maybe you should, uh, maybe you should stop taking a test for a while. Breathe, right? And, yeah, and breathe. So I took that as like, oh, you don't believe in me. You think I'm dumb, dumb. <laughs> so um, most humiliating point in my life, I, uh, I start driving for Uber. Mm, okay. I drive for Uber. And I'm like, and there's nothing wrong with the hustle, but going from the life that I had right. prior to that to now I'm driving for Uber. Yeah, you're a pro ball player, man. And I can't pass the. And I can't, I can't pass estate. a real estate test. Right. I get a phone call. My agent called me. Got a deal for you, in Mexico. I'm gone. I'm out. Listen, <laughs> like, I oh. said I would never play in Mexico, but I ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. Uh -huh. I'm trying to rub two nickels together to make a dime. Come on, I'm take. I'm gonna take this eight racks in Mexico. That's all they was paying was eight racks. Damn, wow. They never paid me the eight racks. They didn't have the money. Hold on. Mm. What? They never paid me. I. I they never My little brother me. had something going on with Greece, same kind of thing. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm there for two months. I get a severe quad contusion, wow. hurt, and they're like, yeah, we're going to send you home. I've been here for two months, ain't got one paycheck. They fired a coach. Oh. My quad hurting. Yeah, my quad got this big lump in. I can't run, can't do nothing. Wow. Yeah, you're going home. Your flight leave tomorrow. At Pack your shit. All right. Yeah, at 6 a.m. <laughs> Early flight. Early flight. I'm like, Okay. I called my Damn. agent like, bro, they ain't give me no money. Never got paid nothing. Right. So now the walk of shame through the airport, I'm back. And I'm like, bro, I got I to gotta do something. So I go take the test again. I'm like, I'm going to do this real estate thing. So when I failed it the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I failed it the fourth time. Yeah. Okay. We getting there, though. Yeah, Come we on. getting there. We getting there. We getting there. <laughs> I failed it the fourth time. Junior, I up, junior. Yeah, junior, junior. 
The name of this podcast is Perseverance. Perseverance, yes. For sure. Never give up. To beat a man, you got to beat a man. So I I get through, I I, I go home and I tell my wife, babe, I failed it again. So she's my fiance at this time. And I'm like, I got to do something. I go drive for a living. She actually gave me $100 to go take the test. Yeah. So now I'm like, you know what? Five o'clock in the morning, I'm getting up and go drive for Uber. Drove all day, made $100, went and took the test, didn't tell her, came back, passed both sides. There you go. Big time. There you go. Fifth time's a charm. Perseverance is the title. Yeah. For sure. So while I was driving for Uber, I gave him a card out. I wasn't even supposed to be giving the card out at the time. No, that's, you probably shouldn't say that's a. Well, it uh, didn't have a. It didn't have the regulation. No, it wasn't. It, was, it didn't say real estate on, on it. Oh, you just passed. It was, it. I was just a, a contact card. Yeah. Ah, smart. Yeah, okay. it was a contact card. So um, I had this lady that came to me. She was like, "Hey, you know," and it, she didn't call me about selling her house. She called me to talk to her about you know just being here. And uh, my wife was in recruiting. She was looking for a job, and she said, "Oh, wow, you know, um, you know, maybe we're moving to Nashville, and uh, we need a job, um, but the person's going to be selling our house and." They, you know, they're, they haven't found an agent yet, but they're, I know they're going to be selling it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm a licensed real estate agent. I just drive for Uber on the side. <laughs> Two weeks later, I get my, my KW packet and all this other stuff. Uh-huh. My license comes in. Yeah. Ten days after having my license, they sell, they want to sell their house. I got a listing. You got your listing. I got my listing. 205000 There man. it is. There it is. Sell it 30 days later, I get a $6,000 check. Oh, you was hooked, boy. That's I like crack. Hooked. Yeah. But that's wasn't when I was hooked. I was at KW for the first 10 days, and I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. I left KW and went to Love Local Real Estate. All right. And that's where I spread my wings. They basically said, listen, you don't have to fit in a box. Mm-hmm. You don't win by making cold calls. You're 6'10". You dress nice. You're intelligent. You're a personable person. So so you're, you go out and meet people. Yeah. I right. sold the house, and then I, I posted a Facebook post about me selling the house. Uh-huh. And this guy commented, uh, um, hoops to homes. Like, it was a hashtag. So I put hoops. Hashtag hoops, hashtag homes. And then he put hoops to homes in the, nice. in the comment section. And I'm like, hoops to homes. homes. Yeah. Like, yo, that's fly. That's yeah. me. That's yeah. cold. So then I start. So then I created the Instagram, created the website. And then I start doing these things. So then I start. Everybody, only thing that I took from KW is do open houses. Uh-huh. So I started doing all open houses. That's fly. So I'm doing an open house at this new home community in Summerlin called Los Altos. And in Los Altos, uh, the sales agent at the time, Gloria and Loretti, they said they basically said, uh, you know, you can do standing, you can do open houses on these standing inventory homes. I had just been in the business three months. Okay. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing, but I'm in a million dollar home. Right. I do an open house, and a buyer shows up one day for my open house, and they're about to pull off. And I said, Hey, you want to see the house? They're like, Yeah. Um, we started online. I said, come on in and check it out. I walk right. them in and they ended up buying the house. <laughs> My first million dollar sale. Three months <laughs> after being in the business, I got a $30,000 check and I paid $375 towards my broker. My, my broker split. Yeah, my broker split. Mm-hmm. $375. But there's more. I just listed that same house for a million four seventy two. Oh, you just... Yeah, they call me back and say, hey, Sam, we want to sell it. And we want to buy a spot in the Ridges. God. Yo. Yeah. That's a double hit. Yeah. 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 Hey, that boy good. That boy good. <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> so, um, so you got a mentor. You have an interesting mentor, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to talk anymore about it. I'll let you do the intro. Yeah. So uh, if you want to sell your house, talk Dr. to Aaron, Aaron Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, that, you know that's my guy, uh, Aaron Taylor, real estate guy. He's uh, he's like a big brother to me, and he he took me under his wing. He he really, uh, but he's like the weasel just with teeth. You know, he like <laughs> he's not as a much, weasel, man. Not as much melanin. Because <laughs> weasel is purple, purple black. <laughs> like. yeah, 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 but yeah. you got you another weasel, yeah, huh? I got me another weasel, and I just had this. I just have this thing where, uh, and this is what he sees in me now. We just actually had this conversation about me having this this God gifted ability to have people gravitate towards me because I don't have an ulterior motive. Right. Yeah. I literally have just I have a heart for people, and I just want to work. There it is. I just want to work. So Aaron, he I met Aaron. Like two years ago, he came to me. He said, "Sam, uh, you uh, you a millionaire?" And I said, "No." He said, "I brand you and make you one. Like just just come to my brokerage. I make you. I'm gonna make you rich." I'm like, "Yeah, I heard that before." And I heard right. coaches sit in my living room, tell my mom right. all that stuff. Nah, 
then I run into him and I go to this millionaire event and I see Marshall Silver speaking and then he invites Aaron Taylor up and Aaron Taylor speaking and he's the hypnosis guy he speaks to Tony Robbins I'm like oh this Aaron Taylor dude must be serious I'm like all right <laughs> right so I meet with him have coffee and then I join the brokerage and then my business took off my business just took off man and he just said I've had more listings than I've ever had I understand the it's business time, you know you know more than anything man yeah. What did you take from, I mean, I know I, a lot of it's your own personal grind, but what did you take from, like, basketball that makes you successful in your grind now? Work or don't eat. Like, mm -hmm. there's literally, I've had, I've been in different countries where there's a dude in the stands that look just like me, and if we don't win, he's going to be wearing his jersey, and I'm going to be on a plane back home. Damn. That shit real. That's, <laughs> wake up, man. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> yeah. That's real, man. And I've, I've been on teams where, you know, I've had four different teammates in the season. Because mm -hmm. it's a rotate, in and out. It's just uh, in and out. As long as I go get 20 and 10, they can't cut me. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes even you go get 20 and 10, they still cut you. I had a coach in Israel. I had, you know, and, uh, and uh, I was playing the Balkan League. I had, uh, I think I had like 28 or 29 and like 16. He mm -hmm. asked me, why didn't I score 31? Wow. That's real, man. What have you done for me lately? Lately, yeah. Yeah. Yep. When you're back against the wall, the only way you can go is forward. Right. Like, that's literally, like, and that's one of the problems that I, like, is a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. I have this anxiety, like, I can't take a day off. I got to right. go get it. You're I not going to be complacent, though. I can't be complacent. Yeah. Right. Somebody coming. Yeah. So you do some, some cool stuff, though. Yeah. So uh, I was helping you out a little bit. Just, I couldn't be a town for it. Mm -hmm. You gave a boy a Porsche last year. No. So, uh. This you had the whole kind of the, the concept yeah. to do that. Yeah, so the ridiculous raffle. I came ridiculous up with raffle. Yeah, there it ridiculous is. Ridiculous raffle. So every I haven't even talked about it. So um, it's one of those things where like uh, I failed. I fell on my face and I didn't even acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. I just kind of like you know I learned a lot from it and I learned. And this was what we were talking about even before the mics came on about how being an entrepreneur like it's you have these just like constant failures but you learn you extract the lessons from the failures and yeah. you go into the next phase right and what i learned was you know being an entrepreneur is not like being a real estate agent like i'm still a slave to my business because people come first I, i'm relying on other people how many people i rely on is that is that's up to me that's what i'm in control of but i'm still my income is predicated on other people making the decision mm -hmm. right? right so um i said you know what I want to give. I haven't figured out how to give, like the NBA cares and all that stuff. Like, I really in love. I really love doing that stuff, but I want to give something crazy. I'm gonna give away a Porsche. So at first I started with a Benz, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna give away a CLA, something like thirty grand. Uh -huh. And I was like, nah, bigger. Mm -hmm. I saw the post. Nah, God, that's that bigger. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna give away this Porsche. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna spec it out. It's sixty five grand. How many deals do I need to close? To live, pay the pay the IRS, right. pay the man, and right. then have that sixty five thousand. If I sell X amount of homes and I just put away each single each one and I open it up for a year, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can do it. I ain't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, man. And what I realized was, um, I'm I'm savvy, I'm smart, I'm creative, but I was missing a marketing piece. I was mm -hmm. missing the the people around me because I tried to do everything myself mm -hmm. because I was tight on money. I was like, I need this money. You know, I went and then I went, I even went to deposit. I put the $5,000 deposit down. I'm like, this is happening. Mm -hmm. I threw a party at the Porsche dealership, had the GM, everything support me, the sales. I had all these people behind my back. I put the pressure myself. I had Marche Bacchus come cater, find French Bistro, did the whole nine. I had a photographer video. I did it. But ain't nobody know about it. Yeah. Right. I spent all my money on this idea that I wanted it to look a certain way. I wanted it to be in a nice suit. You know, I wanted it to look like the Benz. I wanted it to look a certain way. I spent so much money on a look that I had no money left over for execution. Uh, mm. So it didn't ever take off. So it didn't take off. So I'm still going to get that Porsche away. Mm -hmm. It's just, it just wasn't the time. The time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's a great idea. Cause I mean, the whole idea kind of really um, follows on. Kind of referrals, like people getting skin people, in the game. People, yeah. you send me a referral, I sell it like you yeah. putting yourself in a situation you, to win the car. You put yourself in a position And it's not to costing win, you anything. And it's not costing you nothing. Just by word of mouth to say, Sam, you like, know what? Yo, I know my homeboy, he, about to buy, he needs a house, man. I told him to give you a call. Yeah. Done deal. Yeah. It was a great idea. Yeah. So uh, and in, my, in my mind, I envision myself. I can literally close my eyes and see somebody standing at their door. I ring the doorbell, and they're looking at me like, who are you? Right. <laughs> and I hand them the keys to a brand new Porsche and watch them go crazy. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that, like I that's gonna happen. 
Yeah. I know it is. Yeah. I know it is. And I'm going to make somebody's day. And I really hope it's somebody that would never in their entire life imagine that they would ever drive something like that or that's have all. an opportunity to be like that. There it is. And that's big time. That's hope, big time. Hope. Hope. That's, I'm telling you, man, that I feel like. Write that, that, that down, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, hope. The Bible tells us, you know, Jeremiah 29 11, like, I like for, I, I, for I have the plans, I know the plans I have for you, plans and they that are great. for you, yep. give you hope for a future. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people in Baltimore, they don't have no hope. Mm-hmm. They don't no. even know what they, like, when I drive around Summerlin, mm-hmm. like, I get to be a million dollar home, but I'm a dude from East Baltimore. Right. Yeah. The dudes that's, that's home right now in East Baltimore, they don't have a Summerlin to go to. No. They don't have a hope for a future. That's bleak. Right? So, wow. Yeah. That's deep, man. All right, man. So, um, kind of want to get some time to to talk briefly about the platform, man. You are involved with a couple of charities here. I want to let you shed some light on them. So, you're talking about the street teens. Yep. And then the other one is um, the Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Yeah, Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Um, I'll talk about that one first briefly. It's um, it's an organization that provides beds for children. Um, if you ever there, there was a mission that went out with um, my old neighbors, uh, uh really good friends of mine. Um, uh, they went. And they actually saw homes where kids, families, were sleeping on the floor. Right. And sleeping in heavenly peace, they raise money, and it takes uh, about ten thousand dollars for them to do a mass build. They they actually uh, cut cut the beds and do everything, and they assemble them together uh, at the the uh, recipient's house. Okay. So, so these are custom beds. Yeah, these are custom beds. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So they um they they do it, and uh, when I when I heard they were doing, it, I was like, man, like. I used to come in, when I was coming through my grind, I slept on floors. Mm-hmm. You know, I slept in the car, couches, yeah. couches, friends, friends yep. house, eating peanut butter and jelly and Doritos after a pro workout, right? Like going to McDonald's get a double cheeseburger I and a small fry with a courtesy cup of water would change, right? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I got the apple pie, I got a, I got an extra dollar pie, right. yeah. And that's but this is how people are living, right? Yeah, like this is a this is not a grind for them. This is a way of life. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm like, I've been there. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to uh, be a part of that. And then uh, street teens is at risk youth. So it's not necessarily homeless people, homeless teens, uh, but teens at risk where they may be in an abusive family. You know, they may have a drug problem. They may really be homeless. Okay. But street teens, they have an organization, um, a building on Pecos where in Henderson where, you know, teens can come for for a few hours, hang out, you know, and not be on the street. Nice. You know, get, get a sleeping bag. You know, get uh, toiletries and utensils, and uh, and if they do good in school, they go to school. They get bus pass. They get a way to travel. Okay. You know, it's a it's a great opportunity for, you know, that for me to encounter with them and them to to give them provide that little bit of hope. Nice. What's their biggest need? I'm, I mean, pro- definitely money all, all the right. time, right? Yeah, it's definitely money. Isn't is is the money wouldn't necessarily be for them? Education. Education. It's a a safe place. For them to be for a couple of hours is great. Okay. But they need housing where they can literally, you have to, like, in order for things to change, you have to change. All right. Mm-hmm. And if you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at will change. All Absolutely. Right. But we can only help them for a certain amount of hours, but then they go back into the streets and the things that they look at don't change. Right. Absolutely. Right? So they need a place where, you know, there are organizations that are out there that house them overnight. Right. But, um. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. My heart's with street teens. Mm-hmm. I've actually been to talk to these kids. Like there are people in the in the organization that go underground and they like literally underground. Oh, and under in the in the tunnels. In the, the tunnels, yeah. And it's like you got 14, 15 year old kids, like girls, girls, bro, with needles with marks in their arms, and mm-hmm. it's like they don't really want to do drugs, but like, how do you, how are you going to survive? Five, yeah. yeah. You got to do it. You know, wow. and then everybody around them is doing it. And I just, I'm like, bro, I got two little girls. Yeah. yeah. Like they didn't ask to be here. Right. I got to provide for them. But what yeah. about the people, the, these teenagers and these kids, you know, whether they're 12, 10, 11, 14, sometimes even 17, 18, you know, they, they need help. Right. You know, we'll definitely put those uh, both in the show notes. For so, sure. um, you know, if you're interested in helping uh, once again with street teams and then uh, sleep, and heavily peace. So we'll definitely put that up there. All right, another great part um, of the show, and I mean you've been doing that all oh, through, all through oh, the cool. show. Yeah. You've been, you know, we call it the assist. All right, <laughs> all right. It's where you can kind no, of. I don't know, you know if you had too many of these in the career. But... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not. like 0.000 on the assist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's your chance to to be an all-time assist right here. Okay, 
um, is, you know, dropping those coaching jewels, mm -hmm. you know, any kind of gems that either you would tell your younger self or you would tell someone right here, either that want to get in the real estate game, maybe a nugget to life, but just uh, the assist, man. Read. Oh, mm. facts. Read. Just that simple. Just read. read. Even though you didn't read that email, though you came in here. <laughs> so, then give me your favorite book. Um, I'll give you three. That's okay. fine. Hit him. Yeah, give me that. First is going to be the Bible. But, and the reason, whether no matter who you believe in, it's, a, blue, it's a blueprint for success. It's the best self-help book. Yeah, it's the best self-help book. The second is going to be Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich? Think yep. and Grow Rich. Uh, Napoleon, Napoleon Hill. Hell, right? Yep. That's an actual annual read. Yeah, I've read that book seven times last year. Um, then uh, it would be How to Win Friends and Influence Others. Those are the key books? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. I read those books, and uh, if you want audio, you can actually go on to YouTube, and there's a condensed version by uh, uh, Earl Nightingale, How to Think and Grow Rich. It's about 42 minutes, and I listen to it at least once a month. It's a condensed version of the, of the whole entire book. It gives you the 13 principles, and along with those books, create a vision board. All right, man. Y'all just got all the jewels and nuggets, so we don't want to hear nothing about not being successful, all right? Because yeah. these are the tools and these are the rules, man. Maj, you got anything else for him? Number one accessory. I know you see it. Nice dress. Young man. Number one accessory. Watch. No, I'm not into watches, man. I'm really, I would definitely say it's the suit or the shoes. The shoes. The shoes. 100%. Like, I would. like Taft. Mm -hmm. You know about Taft? Mm -hmm. Man, I collect them. Like, Whenever I go anywhere, I like, and it's a gem for all y'all out there. For everybody that thinks like, oh, Sam, you know, it costs so it, it's so expensive to dress nice and all this. Listen, I'm six ah, ten. Yeah, I can't really go buy nothing off the rack. <laughs> My shoes cost more than everything that I wear. Yep. Everything. Yep. And I get compliments on how I dress every day. Yeah. Right. Because it, it, it's just a matter of finding being true to yourself. I know I'm skinny. I know I got chicken legs. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm six ten, but it's all good. They're gonna be tailored to the ankle. <laughs> Achilles showing the, the Achilles showing, and I'm wearing some yeah. nice socks. Freeze a box, get me up with the with the with the, and this ain't a paid promotion either. This is just stuff that I believe in to help me out. Freeze a box with the socks. Freeze a box with is it Spreza or Spreza? I don't know. Spreza, whatever yeah. Spreza. Give me a free box, Spreza. I got a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. You want to sponsor the show? We uh, we can make that happen as well. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, hey, definitely want to thank our guest, man. You definitely the as Quan our producer said. The title of this show is Perseverance, damn it. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> no excuses, damn it. Um, and I want to thank everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Um, for other content, man, please look at, uh, check us out on Black on Sports on all platforms. Um, you know, we'll definitely have the, this show up on YouTube soon. All of um, Sam's information will be out there. And just give us any feedback on who you'd like to see on the show. And just know I'm rooting for you. Oh, Where do you see out. my? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you got my outro going? Nope. <laughs> well, that's the outro there, right? Screaming. Pick up the All phone. Us got his force and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. 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 Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Smap out to racks on handmade new racks Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back, and back.